0: So just, just uh, Jonathan, just to kick us off here, I think we're one of the things that we're uh, trying to to explore is um, when we out here in Asia uh, and across the region, we are seeing probably the most explosive um, sort of 16 to 20 months in both the telecom space and the data center space um, from a demand perspective. I mean, are you, is that a global trend or is that an Asian trend or, or is it a COVID trend or do you think COVID is only a small portion of, of, of that?
1: Yeah, no, I think it's a global trend. Um, and I kind of think of the industry as being in two parts. Um, you've got um, you've got China and then you've got the, the West, uh, rest of Asia pack, um Europe, America's. Um, the technology trends are pretty much the same, but the logos are a little bit different, uh, you know, inside of China and just around China. But elsewhere, um, you know, you find it's very much uh, West Coast-based uh, technology companies that are driving a lot of the leasing, that are doing a lot of the uh, building globally. And that's, uh, that's taking place across APAC, Americas, uh, EMEA. Um, I don't feel like this industry really was affected by COVID all that much. Um, uh, at, at the edges, there, 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 there were some, um, you know, delays in delivery. There might have been a little bit of panic buying um, in parts of the market. Uh, in some cases, there were some some pauses and decision cycles among enterprises. But I think what uh, what stands out is how really decoupled data center demand has been um, uh, in the face of the macro around COVID. And then, um, you know, going back earlier to the global financial crisis in '08 and '09, similar story. Um, you know, um, there you know deep deep, deep uh, you know economic distress that the world was seeing, but data centers uh, continue to grow uh, based on very strong secular
0: drivers do what's what is what's the key drivers I mean I think uh, are you seeing it on a global scale or is it uh, us what's what's driving the uh, the growth or is are you seeing it uh, specifically in one market or another or is it uh, you think it's around the world I think it's around the world but I mean our we've seen a big pickup in Namia.
2: Uh, our in the first uh, quarter we had uh, more business outside the u.s than inside the u.s and uh, europe was by far and away our largest region asia was second largest uh, and then uh, and then u.s and and Latin am was quite strong too so uh, it's uh it's very very strong i I think probably the the one market in the u.s is probably a little bit oversupplied is northern virginia so the, the pricing's weaker there but fortunately we're in uh a lot of other markets around the world where pricing is quite strong, where our, our global expansion is, uh, is customer led. So a number of our very large customers have asked us to go to new markets, new and emerging markets. And that's why we've made the decision we've, ha- we've made because we, we discern demand, whether it's from one customer or ideally multiple customers that will be taking up uh, a considerable amount of uh, power and space. But Bill, we've seen a continuation uh, into the year. So our first quarter was very strong and uh, would expect that the uh, second quarter will be strong as well. So we we see no signs that uh, this trend will abate anytime soon.
0: You know, data centers are trading at 20 times EBITDA. And, and meanwhile, the fiber guys are still, you know, if, if they're lucky, trading at seven or eight. Why is that? I mean, it seems like the, it's it's a heck of a lot more complicated to build a fiber network than it is to to build a data center. But for some reason, the data center is traded at a much higher multiple. What's what's your thoughts on that?
3: Yeah, I, well, I, I think multiples are, you know, in this era of zero interest rate. I think all multiples have lifted somewhat. You know, I think this, that the demand... Uh, that has been insatiable for this past you know, six, seven years for data center capacity as applications have moved to the cloud. Um, I think that has driven the multiple expansion in data centers. Will that continue? I think if you ask folks at the end of the 90s whether you know data center multiples would continue, they deflated pretty rapidly in the early 2000s. Will they deflate like that again? I don't think so. But as more bandwidth comes to the edge through wireless, I think the multiples for uh, fiber will increase. I think that the demand for fiber will continue to grow apace. And I believe that those multiples have more expansion opportunity than data centers. So if you're looking for value plays, I think fiber is a better place to be at this stage. I think there's multiple
1: paths to success and the different segments of the market um, each have um, you know, some opportunities. That And the other thing is that um, when you're talking about the amount of capital coming into this space, you, you can't create – an interconnect type asset from scratch, right? A lot of these exist for historical reasons because of how the internet developed in a given country or a given city um, where the fiber routes got deployed. Often these are, um, you know, central business districts and there's just no more opportunity to, to grow there. So the the, the volume of capital uh, cu- coupled with return thresholds make suburban um, and, and, and even further out, you know, edge of town sites um, perfectly attractive from, a,
0: from an investment standpoint. In the data center thing versus uh, the, the, the the fiber side. The data center thing feels a lot easier than the uh, the fiber side. Uh, to be quite honest, it's uh, constructing buildings a lot a lot easier than than putting uh, glass on seabeds.
4: <laughs> um, I, I, certainly more predictable. But I, I have I have to be honest. I'm sure every industry is hard in its own way. And you know, it's easy to see where it's hard in your, in your own industry. But uh, you know, for the most part. Um when it comes to operationally, if you think of what you know collectively the industry has has done over the last 20 years, we've changed the world, right? This is suppliers, customers, um, you know, suppliers to us, regulators, all of us co- collectively, you know, if imagine what would have happened with COVID if, if we didn't have this infrastructure. So you know what we do is is hard, we certainly, as a supplier, think we should get paid more and valued more. And that, but I think every company thinks that. Um, but at the end end of the you know at the end of the job, we can look back and we've kind of changed the world here in a positive way in most cases.